Francis Yori Cho is a pastor who has written a book about the wilderness. She opens her book by describing the birth of her second child. She and her husband were so excited. This one was a little boy. As he was born, though, they saw that the color of the baby was very wrong. He was a bluish purple. And the moment he was born, he was whisked away by the nurses and doctors to the neonatal ICU. Francis was told that she couldn't hold him. Not yet, they said. A few days later, she was able to hold him, but there were so many tubes and beeping machines. She didn't feel like he really belonged to her at all. They told her to go home, but how could she go home without her baby? So she sat in a chair next to the incubator, and it was as if this darkness descended. I didn't know which way was up. She wrote, I, I didn't even know if God existed at all. Nothing made sense to me. I thought my life was supposed to go one way and it wasn't going the way that I thought it was supposed to go. I was totally lost. I couldn't even pray because I didn't know what I was praying to anymore. I just sat there in the dark, all those machines beeping and breathing for my baby. I'm convinced that the wilderness, at one point or another, comes to almost every human being at least if we're awake and aware. But it comes to us in so many different forms, as many different forms as there are people. It can come in the form of losing your job all of a sudden. It can come in the form of someone you adore dying and you don't know how to live anymore. It can come in the form of just an all-of-a-sudden crisis where nothing makes any sense to you. It can come when our bodies fail. But I believe that at some point in the human lifespan, we all are just thrown into the wilderness. 
and it's not where we want to be. John the Baptist is found in the wilderness. And we don't know if he chose to go there or if it was thrust upon him. We all know the image of this kind of homeless guy wearing fur and eating bugs and yelling about making God's path straight. It's a familiar image at this time of year. But most of us don't think about where he started from. John the Baptist was born a child of great privilege. He was the son of the high priest in Jerusalem. His mother was a descendant of Aaron, Moses' brother, which means he would have had everything. The best of education, plenty of good food, wealth, he was part of the elite in Jewish society of his day. And one of the things that drives me crazy about the Bible is it often only tells us what we need to know, not what we want to know. And I've always been curious about that big gap in the middle of John's life. How did he go from being, you know, Harvard-bound in Jerusalem to being a homeless dude. There's got to be a great story there. Did his parents die all of a sudden and he was so overwhelmed with grief that he ran away? Did he wake up one day and find it all meaningless? We don't know. And I guess we don't know because that's his story. What we're supposed to know is that the greatest prophet known to humankind came out of the wilderness. And that if you're in the wilderness, you've got some good company. The wilderness is where we're lost. It's where we feel empty and afraid. And this Advent season, we're all in the wilderness. The human race is a bit lost. We realize now that we're hurting our planet and we don't know how to handle it. We've got war breaking out across the world and we don't know how to fix it. Our government is splintering apart before our eyes and we have no idea how to handle it. We are lost. And Advent is about the wilderness. You see, it's in the wilderness that we have the opportunity to say, I don't know how to do this anymore. The wilderness is the place where we can go from me being in control, my ego, myself, that knows how to do everything, that wants to be in control of everything, me finally has to admit that me doesn't know what me is doing. Because the wilderness isn't working. 
The wilderness is a chance for us to say to God, your will be done, not mine. I'm lost. I need a savior. I met a young man a few weeks ago. He is a true alcoholic. When he takes one drink, he cannot stop. He found himself wrecking cars, almost dying, in jail, and finally homeless. He went to rehab just because he wanted a bed to sleep in. But it was there that he went into his first AA meeting. Do you know what the first step in Alcoholics Anonymous is? We admitted we were powerless over alcohol and our lives had become unmanageable. In other words, we are in the wilderness. And the second step, we admitted that there was a power greater than ourselves that could restore us to sanity. I'm in the wilderness, I give up. It may be that you know what to do better than I do, God. Have you heard that old phrase that in the end, the question of our lives is, are we going to say, my will be done, or are we going to let God say, my will be done? Whose is it? This young man, though, says that he's grateful for his alcoholism. He is grateful for his addiction because it thrust him into that place where he had to admit he needed help. And from there, his life became so blessed. And every day, he goes to a meeting, and every day, he gives thanks. And every day, he puts his life in God's hands and then sees what happens. You know, musicians, composers, artists, writers, they'll tell you that if you're going to have a truly original thought, if you're going to let God speak through your art, you have to enter a space of emptiness. You have to admit that you don't have it, you don't have the right words, you don't have the right song, you don't have the paint that should go on the paper. You have to be empty, and in that space, God can fill it. John the Baptist said, make his ways, his path straight. I remember visiting an elderly parishioner. She was in her 90s and she was a hoarder. And his, her house was so full of junk that I had to walk around things just to get to her. It was like this crooked path through the junk. And as I was trying to make my way to find her in her easy chair, in her living room, the words came to me, make his path straight. I thought, oh boy, does she need to hear that one. <laughs> we've got to clear away our junk. We've got to simplify our lives. We've got to make some space for God. How can God come to us when we are covered up with stuff and busyness and doing things our way and doing and doing and doing? You know, in the ancient liturgy that we practice, everything has meaning. We could spend days just talking about why. Why candles? Why the Advent wreath? Why these stoles? 
But I'll tell you one little pearl. Every time we pass by this altar in the ancient liturgical church, we're supposed to bow. Just passing by the altar on a Wednesday afternoon, I'll try to remember, stop and just bow. You know why? Because the ancient Christians wanted you to be reminded to take on your body that every time you pass the altar, you say, I surrender. Your will be done. I am your servant. I give myself to you. Please, take over now for me. As Francis was sitting by that incubator in the dark, a clear thought came to her, as clear as a bell. Two, two words. Give thanks. Her eyes fell on a pad of paper on the counter. She got out her pen. Nothing. And then the nurses. My husband. The IV bag. All those texts from the people I love. And once she got started, the list just kept going and going and going. You know, this cathedral is planted in the wilderness. Just this morning, early, early, I went to the gas station a few blocks away and a 17-year-old boy told me he'd been kicked out of his house by his parents and could he have some money to go to McDonald's. Another woman with strange paint on her face said, you look Amish to me. <laughs> when I asked her her name, she was too frightened to tell me and ran away. I know it's hard down here. I know it feels scary and we're going to keep you safe, but don't forget that God calls us to be right here in the heart of difficulty, in the heart of the city, love at the core. Because John the Baptist knew it. It's in the wilderness where the light begins. <laughs>